Happy, 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 happy Friday. Football Friday. It's finally here. The best weekend of games, usually. The divisional round this weekend. It's the all-city, all-NFL meat locker podcast. The great Brian Baldinger. Baldy, I'm Anthony Gargano, cousin. <coughs> Baldy, uh, don't forget a little bit later on today, Max Crosby. Yeah. Uh, a guest If you think Max is a great player, wait till you hear Max, the analyst. All right, this guy's on top of this league. You don't, you don't want to miss what Max has to say. Yeah, stay here. He's going to come in the meat locker and join us. But usually they say this is the best weekend, the last weekend where we get four games. Mm-hmm. We start to parry it down. Um, excited, right? Like, you, you're feeling that? Uh, well, like I good? think we have a little bit of everything. I, I think we have two clear number one seeds that will now play after yep. sitting out in San Francisco and Baltimore. I think they've been the two best teams in their conference all year. You know, then you have these young, hot start quarterbacks in C.J. Stroud and Jordan Love. I mean, they both put up the exact same quarterback rating in Wild Card Weekend, 157.2. The highest quarterback rating by a Packer quarterback in Packer history. So we're seeing these two young kids that are going to go on the road. C.J. Stroud starts it in Baltimore. Jordan Love goes to San Francisco. We're going to see them against the number one seeds. And we're going to see is, like, I don't think it's a Cinderella story. These kids are just getting started. So I don't want to say, like, the slipper's going to fall or anything silly like that. But you're, you're going to see what the playoffs do to quarterbacks. Because now you're going up even another level in competition. And where the game planning has been at the highest level. So you're going to see these two guys that were ex- excellent last week. Now they're seeing them against the number one seeds. So, let's, so we got that going on. And then, look. To me, I just feel like when you're talking about Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes. I, I'm going to say like, Buffalo, Kansas City. I mean, are the, you kidding this me? This is modern day hey, Brady Buffalo. Manning. This yes. is Brady Manning. Yes, yes, and, yes. And it's almost like we have to we have to see this matchup. And the fact that this year it's in Buffalo and not in Kansas City, I don't know if that affects things. We know the weather can be a factor, but both players, both teams can play through this. And both quarterbacks can play through this stuff. And so, you know, and, and so Buffalo is just that franchise. Can they break through? And if they're going to break through, what better opponent to do it than against Kansas City? A team that's knocked them out. We saw overtime two years ago. We saw the heartbreak in Josh Allen's you know, face on the sideline when he didn't get a chance in overtime. They changed the overtime rule because of it. So, anyways, I, look, it, it has everything on the plate for two days that you could possibly want, including when the games start, 4.30 on Saturday, 3 o'clock on Sunday, Like, you get a full Saturday-Sunday of NFL football. Yeah, it's incredible. You talk about Buffalo-Kansas City. I'm enamored by that matchup. The game uh, a couple years ago that was that epic, and it was funny, it wasn't even the AFC Championship game. It was this weekend that they played um, that you thought Buffalo finally was over the hump, and then Kansas City comes all the way back, and it was just lightning striking in the last two and a half minutes over time. It was just insane. And you got the coaches, right? You got Andy, you got Sean. You got a disciple. I, I mean, that's like biblical stuff, yeah. right? Like the master and the student. And I remember things. this. I remember um, when Jim Johnson passed and Andy was faced with, how do you replace Jim Johnson? And I remember, you know, Sean McDermott was his guy. I remember right. asking Andy because it was a big, it was a big decision to sure. make. And so he, I said, why, why Sean? And he said, because, well, he's just, 
he's the brightest guy on the defensive side of the ball. And you can't – the ideas, the game planning, the, the, the belief, like he, he's perfect for the job. You know, now the things didn't end up working out and all that kind of stuff. But like Andy, like, man, he knew exactly why he wanted to elevate Sean to the position. Yeah. And look, I mean, and you knew that Sean, when I, I met Sean when, when, geez, I mean, he was the linebackers. And before that, he came in and the intern and coaching intern, wherever it was. And he was just, a, like you said, he was just a bright guy, man. Yeah. He was, and like, you, you knew, like, I always loved him because I, I always knew that, like, he was grounded. He was really smart. He was just – he loved football, man. Mm -hmm. He just loved football. So, I, I, you know, I look at the two of them now all these years later, like 20 years later. Yeah. And here they are squaring off against each other, and they had the rivalry. And you're right. It's Mahomes, it's every bit of Brady Manning, Mahomes, and Josh. I mean, it's, it's pretty cool, man. Yeah, it is. And, it, and you know, the fact that they're um – they're great guys, and they're great leaders. Yeah. They're, they're the, they, they don't run from the face, being the face of the organization. They embrace it. They know what's expected. Like, they're exactly what this league has always been built around. It's always been built around star quarterbacks, and that's who they are. And now, you know, Josh is star. You know, like, like Patrick has established his star. Yeah. Okay, he's been the MVP. He's won Super Bowls. Josh wants to get there. So this is a big moment. Now, I don't believe Josh sits around his house and says, puts any more pressure on him. No. I think he goes out. Like, I remember uh, Buffalo came to play the Eagles, uh, like, week 12. Oh, Thanksgiving the rain, weekend. The rain. rain the whole time. So I'm out there in the field, and, uh, and I'm walking by the Buffalo sideline, and Josh is standing there with the, with the hoodie on. And he's just like, hey, Baldy, what's up? So I just start shooting a breeze with, with Josh. Like, honestly, about as relaxed as you can get. He's not throwing at this point. He's already throwing. He's just kind of hanging out. And we just, I go, you know, Josh, it's not a great day. You're going to freaking throw the football. You might have to run it every down. He goes, that's cool. That's cool, ball. Like, I'll run it. We'll run it. Like, we're, we're good at it. And I, and I like doing it. Like, you know, he's just like uh, such a, honestly, when you see him and smiling in his helmet, like, he's just enjoying yeah. the whole thing, the, yeah. the competition. When he makes a mistake and, you know, like, like he's frustrated, but he, he doesn't get down. He doesn't go into a tank. Like, he's just a fiery competitor. He's, he's Bradshaw. He's like all these guys, Starbuck. He's like these guys that this whole league is built upon. You know, like, okay. Like, these, but he's, like, he just loves the, those 60 minutes. He does. He does. He does. He does. Uh, who wins? I like Kansas City's defense. I think that's the best. Like, I, I, I like Buffalo. They're they're really beat up, and I, I'll see. Like I don't know if Terrell Bernard's going to go, yeah. and some of these corners. Like they look susceptible because of how far down the ranks they are in certain positions. But I like Kansas City's defense. They're healthy. They game plan. Spags is amazing. Like I feel like as much as we want to talk about Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes, like I feel this is Spags's turn. This is Spags's turn to show you what his ability to really defeat a great quarterback and a good offense, like, I, I feel like this is in Spags' hand. I feel like Kansas City is going to go in there and upset him. Wow. You think that'll get Spags a job? I mean, listen, it drives me nuts because I don't know why this guy gets no interviews, but that's for another story. Yeah. The other two quarterbacks, which is equally fascinating because we've been in love with C.J. Stroud all year long, 
And, of course, the MVP, Lamar Jackson, we, we been watching Lamar now. He just has got it figured out. Like, his mechanics now, the way he's playing, the way he slides, small steps in the pocket, like, he, he's just got to figure well, it out. Well, they, they, this whole thing has morphed. This whole, this whole offense with the Baltimore Ravens is morphed. You watch him now. The last six weeks, on first down, first and ten, they're play action, they're throwing the ball, and they're getting chunks. And, it, you know, they still ran the ball. If you just look at the final stats, they ran it more than they threw it. And they probably, percentage-wise, ran it more than anybody else in the league. But they're first and ten throwing team now. And they're getting they're, – they're, I mean, they're throwing touchdown passes off it. They're getting uh, defensive linemen out of their gaps. I mean, they're doing a lot on first down. And that's uh, – I don't know that people thought Lamar could get to this phase, and he's still growing. But with the right coordinator, with the good pieces around him – we'll see if Mark Andrews plays, doesn't play. But, you know, it doesn't matter. Like, you, you look at the receivers, the tight ends that he does have available. Now you're seeing Lamar I, – I think – I think like I would be shocked if Lamar doesn't play great on Saturday against Houston. Yeah, I I, I can't have that same feeling. Is there anything like we all all these teams want that buy? Get you healthy, right? Less one less rest game versus to play, rust, right? Rest versus rust. But what do you think? Like, well, it, I think uh, in Baltimore's case, you know, like they really didn't play a lot of starters week eighteen against Pittsburgh. They didn't have to. So now you you sit out week eighteen. You sit out wait week nineteen. Now you come back week 20 with a hot Houston team. Can you just get back to the way they did against the 49ers, the Dolphins, the teams down the stretch that they annihilated? Can you get back to executing at that level? We won't know until we're into the first quarter. Yeah, it's, it's interesting because both those two young teams, the young quarterbacks, right? You got CJ and then you got Jordan Love. Yeah. Same thing with San Francisco, right? Like, yeah. you had it locked up, and here comes Jordan Love. And yeah, Purdy didn't play, Purdy didn't play week 18. McCaffrey yeah. didn't play week 18. He didn't play week 19. Now here comes this team that just blew the Cowboys out, probably feeling as good about themselves as they felt all year. And so now you're San Francisco, okay, you know, it's time to rev it up. And I have a feeling like both these coaches, Shanahan and Harbaugh, know how to do that as head coaches, but you never know. Three weeks is an eternity, you know, to go between games. I mean, they beat that. They beat Cincinnati. Um, San Francisco did, uh, or Baltimore did, you know, to really get to Week 18, where they didn't have to play. And you just wonder, like, uh, can they just turn it on? And that's a function of how they practiced, how they prepared, and what the coaches did during the week to make sure that when that ball's kicked off, like it's full speed. Wow. Uh you got one upset in the Chiefs mm -hmm. anymore. I think I'm going to go chalk. Like, I think Detroit is better than Tampa. They played earlier in the year. There's a lot of things you can glean from that game, how much Tampa blitzed in that game, how effective they were. Uh, but I but I like I like Detroit, not because they're at home. I just believe their offense is really good. And regardless of how the defense plays, uh, and they're taking the ball away, and they're making plays right now, I feel like – this offense is ready for the championship level. I feel like Green Bay offensively will be really good. I think they'll execute against San Francisco, but I, I can't see Green Bay's defense shutting the 49ers offense down. Agreed. Agreed. Love the Lions. I think the Lions win big. Uh, I agree with your assessment. Uh, Niners, um, 
should outlast them. Well, we're talking, but we have another analyst. Yeah, we do. All right. My another man. real football guy. Max, our buddy, Max Crosby from the Raiders in the Meat Locker. Coming up next. Hey, listen, I know it's, a, it's you know, a Friday, all right? And we want to do our things. And in, in, in the East Coast, we got a snowstorm coming. And sometimes you go bad eating, right? Your New Year's resolutions. I got the cheat code to the New Year's resolution for eating right. It's called Factor. Factor meal kits. Oh, man. If I told you, you take the stress out of planning for meals, cooking, cleaning up, all the prep work. I'm telling you, Factor Meals has you covered. They'll help you keep to your New Year's resolution. 35 meals to choose from per week, including options like keto, calorie smart, vegan, veggie, over 55 weekly add-ons, tons of nutritious flavorful options to kickstart your resolutions. And the beauty is we're talking uh, chef-inspired, dietitian improve, approved I mean, amazing. Lunch, breakfast items, all right, snacks, uh, fr the, the cold-pressed juices, just tremendous. They have everything. And it's going to take all the work and all the hassle out of eating right. Trust me, you want to eat right, you want to do right by your body and get the fuel you need. Factor Meal Kits is your answer. All right, do yourself a favor. A-L-L-N-F-L, -L -L. remember that. All NFL 50, that gets you 50% off your first order. All NFL 50, A-L-L-N-F-L 50, when you go to factormeals.com and then you sign up, you use that code and you get 50% off and all of a sudden, right? Those meals come two minutes, enjoy. And there's no cleanup, it's the greatest. Factormeals.com, all NFL 50, saves you 50%. Fixed too, so it's all good. Comes you, need your thumb. You, you need your thumbs, bro. You need your oh, thumb. Yeah. But that, that person though, I don't know how I don't know how you did it because you, you couldn't tell when you played no. that you had a knee no. drained all week long. That's outrageous. There's no way that you could tell. Like I don't know how what you did game day, bro, but that's a credit. No doubt, man. I appreciate it. Yeah. How you feeling? Feel great. Feel hey, great. Hey Max, I want to run this by you, bro. You tell me, oh. you shut it down right here if it's no good. We're all, I'm gonna be in Vegas all week. For the Super Bowl, right? Sunday to Saturday. These guys, yeah. these guys are coming out. Is there any chance one day, Max, we could follow you, like just follow your workout around for an hour or so? Just watch how you work and what Absolutely. you do and what your emphasis is? Is that possible? Absolutely. We'll really? figure it out. Yes. We'll figure it out either way. I know Super Bowl week, um, it's major like I'm not sure what my workout plan is yet for that week because of my rehab and stuff, but it'll be a little bit different. But well, yeah, hundred percent. We'll but do you, ah, do you do awesome. but Max, do you do all your training at the facility or do you have another gym you go to? I do I do everything at the facility. Okay. But all right. We can set it up. I can talk to the people where we can come and interview or watch film or whatever. You know what I mean? We can figure something out. Regardless. I'll just, hey, I'm hey, dying to watch you work I'll make out, it man. easy, Max. I'll just call your head coach, Antonio. <laughs> All right? I'll just call Antonio up and tell him I'm coming. 
That's all you got to say. Yeah. Okay. Like, can we get this thing done, Max? Can we just get it done? <laughs> Trust me. Trust me. I know. It's, it should be done here soon. So. But, but dude, the only problem, you know, honestly, I was saying, I, I think it's going to get done too, Max. But the only thing is, like, you lose AP, you're going to lose Patrick Graham. You're going to lose Rob Ryan. You're going to lose good coaches, man. You know, yeah. that's what you can't do. Rob Leonard, all yep. those guys incredible. So, yeah. Yeah, you know, it's it's a crazy business, but I think that's the thing you have to you have to recognize is we turn into a top ten defense with Pat and all these guys and AP and the fact that you would want to over you know restart that is is crazy to me. It's crazy. Well, the good thing though, Max, is um, the the it was a consistent effort down the stretch of it started with effort. You know, now yep. it's one thing, like, you you just know how to defeat blocks. You got skills. But it was – everybody was playing. It was like a maniacal effort to get to the ball. Like, yep. that. that's how defense has to be. Like, you're always going to get to the other side of the field. You're going to get there. But, like, not, it was – man, it was Diablo. It was, you know, it it was everybody, man. It was, it was, it was great to watch. A hundred percent. I think that's the main thing in football – that you can't, it's it's the biggest difference between winning and losing is is effort. I mean, you watch Super, a Super Bowl every single year, you see the guy running down the field, making big plays, like running backside and somebody fumbles the ball 20 yards downfield and a D lineman's hustling and jumps on the ball. Like that's the difference between winning it all and, and yep. not. So when you get to the next level, you're in the NFL, everybody's the best. You know what I mean? Everybody's the most, yeah. you know, guys it's who's going to play the hardest we have everybody playing like that is exactly what um you know that's the result you're going to get and that's what you know once ap took over everyone bought into that and you felt it and saw it and he you could hear it on tv like it was just it was just different and so yeah it, i mean you gotta you gotta take everything into consideration with that and you just if you got a guy who's a leader who the guys love who you know buy into one goal then you could do anything so. so let me ask this, Max, because all these teams look for coaches right now. Like, there's a big, huge search, and all these interviews are going on, and these guys, you know, there's some big-name coaches out there and all that. You've played for, you know, more than your share of head coaches already. What, what, when you're sitting in that room, Max, on Wednesday, and you're getting ready for the week, and you're laying out the game plan about how to beat the Chiefs, like, what are you looking for from that coach? And what should – players look for that are in this phase right now where it's another coach it's another system it's another like what catch what gets your attention max about what players want and what they need i think players need honesty and they need trust you got to be able to trust your coach your coach got to be able to trust you and if you have a group a full team of guys that believe and they trust and they want to do right for your coach and you don't want to let them down then you're going to have a chance of winning regardless of who you play. So I think, you know, our main message, you know, going into the Chiefs game was belief. I went to Pat, you know, I'm in the building every day, you know, literally every day. So yeah. I see early in the morning after the game, uh, we, we had just, um, who do we play before the Chiefs? I'm, I'm drawing a blank, but we had just played and, you know, we come in there on Monday morning, it's bright and early. And I, I run into Pat on the way to, on the way to breakfast. And he's like, so what are you thinking? How are you feeling? How's your mind? Everything? I'm like, I'm great. I said, honestly, when it comes to the Chiefs, I said, the number one thing with them is you got to believe and you got to know you can beat them. Yep. If you go into the any doubt, 
they're going to kill you. And if they, they feel that, Andy Reid feels that, Mahomes feels that, if you have any bit of indecision or All right, we might not win, we might win, we might not. If you go into there having any bit of doubt in your mind, you're not going to go win an arrowhead. It's mm-hmm. simple as that. So yeah. for team, like our defense, we all bought into that. And Pat relayed that whole message, you know, to the, to the defense and AP relayed that to the team. And that's what we did. And it was all week he was going through like, Every day was different. He started with like a, I believe it was this week, but it was it was Marvin Hagler versus Ed, uh, Eddie Hearns. Like that oh, box. Tommy Hearns, yeah, Hagler Hearns. Tommy Hearns. I'm thinking of Eddie Hearns, the boxing guy, another <laughs> boxing guy. But yeah, Tommy Hearns. So that classic fight. He started that on Monday, and then he went. He goes day by day of what our mood is, and then the other one was Nate Diaz beating Conor McGregor, where he upset him and beat him. Yeah. And like he was just going down the line every single day, starting the team meetings that way, and everybody fully bought into that. Like, listen, nobody thinks we're going to go into Arrowhead and win. Like, we know we're playing better football, but nobody really thinks we're going to go in there right. with a rookie quarterback and a bunch of new, you know what I mean? With us, there's no chance. So for us, we're like. We all believe, like on, on the defense, like we took it personal. We know we know the Chiefs. We play them all the time. We're like, we know we can beat them if we play right. And we went out there with the mindset we're going to dominate up front, and everybody on the backside just hold your own because we're going to get home and we're going to we're going to attack from start to finish and out and out hustle them. And that's that's exactly what we did. Hey Max, I, I, years ago I was talking to Pat Riley, and we were talking about coaching and about how getting players to buy in. And he said, you know what? He said. You have to show as a coach that you're the smartest guy in the room, that they'll believe, they'll trust you because they'll realize that you have the answer. And he said, yeah. it, 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 do, you, do you agree with that? Like, when you're looking for a coach, like, and buying into what he's saying about, tr- you're talking about trust, is it, like, you have to real, you have to believe the guy has the answers? Like, you trust that? I, yeah, 100%. I mean, you got to buy in. I mean, it doesn't mean be ignorant to, reality it means all right i know this guy we have a per- like you you build trust by having a real relationship ap before he was even a coach or before he was the head coach he had great relationships with everybody like especially on the defensive side me and ap were already close so i already had a good relationship with me he always tested me he always tried to get under my skin like if it was like the second quarter he's like what are you doing I, you haven't talked the quarterback yet and i'm like he's <laughs> off i'm like all right watch this shit watch this shit yeah so like that was our relationship before he became the head coach and then he becomes a head coach and it's no different you know what i mean he's challenging everybody and now he gets to really outreach to the whole team and he has a great way of connecting with the guys but i, I like you said i feel like the way you believe and trust in a coach is having that real personal relationship um and him actually taking the time to understand who your family is and understand who you are as a person and what gets you ticking um and that's what i feel like makes the greatest coaches like rob marinelli you know, I've talked about him with you before, Baldy, a million yeah. times. But um, Marinelli, we talk every at least three times a week leading up to every single game. At least. He calls me after the game on Monday, sometimes Sunday right after, and I'm not even home yet. Um, but we talk all during the week. He said, all right, you're pad level, you're, job, you're hopping too much, you're doing this. So he's always staying on me. But, like, me as a per- you know, me as a player, I know that helps me. Having somebody to give me the real all the time when the whole world's like, oh, you're doing great. Or if the whole world's like, you're playing terrible. And if you have somebody that can keep it real with you all the time and, and keep you grounded, um, you're going to have, you know, that, that real trust. And that's why I feel like AP is a special coach because he has all those relationships. He's taken the time to build relationships with the guys in such a short time, which is crazy. Um, but you can go ask any other guys on the team, like, 
AP will go up and, you know, he'll, he'll know the, your, your daughter's name. He'll know your wife's name. Um, and he takes that time. Like after the last game, he was literally, it was just me and him and his whole family and my whole family. We we're the last two to leave after we beat the Broncos. And we we're sitting in the, in the loading dock, just talking for like 30 minutes. And yeah. um, when you have a coach like that, that actually cares and takes the time. Um, that's the guy you want to play for. You know, it's interesting. I was going to throw a Rod Marinelli story in, Max, but I'll, I'll, I'll skip that. Because, like, Rod, like, Rod, I, I, I've been in the film room too many times, Rod, he's like, the screen game's a defensive lineman's job. Like, turn your hips and go run and go play. Don't let that thing get started. Like, he was. Line drill. Line oh. drill. Put your ground and go. It's, every play is our play. Oh. <laughs> but, but you said something, though, Max, when you're talking about, you know, the, uh, the Tommy Hearns fight and how each day there was something new. And I've always believed this. Like, I know you're professionals. Guys make a lot of money and all that kind of stuff. But, like, I still believe players need to be motivated, Max. Not every, yeah. not every day. Like, sometimes you just want self-starters to kind of lead the parade. But I believe players at every level need to be motivated by something. And it's, it's not money. It's not attention. It's not fame. But there's something that wants to take you to another level. And there's yep. always something inside of people that a good motivator brings out that you might not even know it was there, but you're going to need it when you go to Arrowhead to beat the Chiefs. You're going to need that level of motivation. Yeah, you know, for me, it's funny. I just read a quote yesterday on, on motivation. Like, you're not always going to be motivated. There's going to be days where you feel like shit. There's going to be days where... Do you have that little demon in the back of your head talking like, nah, you, you could relax a little bit, but discipline is the most important thing. When you don't have motivation, you got to rely, you have to have a foundation. Um, and that relies fully on discipline. If you're disciplined every day, you don't have to get motivated. You know what I mean? You ha already have this foundation. You got to stick to that when you're not as motivated as you might be going and playing Monday night versus the Chiefs. You know what I mean? You're going on the road, banged up, or going on a Thursday in New York against the Giants in the cold. It might not be the same motivation, but if you rely on your discipline and your daily routine, and uh, that's what gets you back to that mode. Get so that routine. That yeah, so the street, you know, to get to where you want to go is never a straight line. You're going to have exits. You're going to have freeways, interpasses. Everything's going to be different. But if you have that real foundation that you do all year round, um, there's always different roads to travel when it comes to getting to where you want to go. What, what, what do you, how do you get your discipline, man? Like, your, your discipline's amazing. And is it, you know, freeing your mind? Like, how do you, like, achieve that level of discipline? Um, it, it's simple. It's, it's, it's obsession, it's love and it's true passion. I, I I'm obsessed with the game of football and I'm obsessed with getting to where I want to go. I, I love everything I do revolves around getting better every single day. And that's not just during the season. It's not just in spring. It's, it's all year round. I, I don't travel, If I'm going to LA. Like I just went to LA to get surgery. It's a week after the season. I still, I call my nutritionist. He calls the hotel. They have meals, my meal prep waiting for me. Like, it doesn't stop. So if you want to be at that level, um, at the top of the top where I want to be, and I know I'm at, but still have room to grow, that's what it takes. And it's all year round. And you don't just, it doesn't just happen overnight, but the discipline part is how you do it. It's doing it every single day. Once you do it for a week, okay, now I'm going to try to do it for two weeks. And now for me, it's been over three years straight where I've been 100% dialed in and my game 
has gone to another level every single year. And that's why people ask, like, how does he play 95% of the snaps? How does he do this? How, why is he playing when he's doubtful with his knee bang up? It's because I'm obsessed with getting to where I want to go. And it's not the normal route. I'm not doing what everybody else is doing. And I don't, and that's perfectly fine with me. And I'm comfortable with that. So yeah. me, it's about being extremely disciplined in every facet of my life, having great people in a, a tight knit circle. And for me, it's just, finding that little 1% in every category of my life that I can take a, you know, finding that little 1% and I can prove on because my foundation is, is huge. So how can I take that next leap? That's what I'm, I'm searching for every single day. All right, Max, I want you to put the player side and I want you to put your analyst hat on here. We got games it. this weekend. You played <laughs> a lot of these teams, Max. You played yep. the Detroit Lions. What yep. makes the Lions offense difficult to defend? What would you say uh, in this game that they're playing this weekend? What is going to be Im important to be able to, to contain that offense? Um, you know, it, it starts with the run game for them. You know, they have obviously a dynamic, two dynamic running backs. They got a, you know, Montgomery's their, their, their rock, their pound, you know, ground to pound type yeah. guy. Gibbs is that Swiss Army knife. Um, and when you have a run game like that, it opens up everything. It opens up the play action to make let golf, make easy throws. He doesn't have to be the superhero all the time. You have a rookie tight end who's, I think, leading in almost every statistical category for yeah. tight end. Um, you got an old line who's very good. Um, you have, yeah, so, I mean, across the board, and then it, it really, you know, boils down to what Ben Johnson's been able to implement in that offense. He's He makes a life easier for the old line and he protects them a lot there's a lot of screen game a lot of misdirection a lot of jet sweeps a lot of play action so it doesn't make the old lineman you know it, it protects the old line so in a way um you know when you got all that combined with amon ross st brown Jameson williams who could take the top off you got a guy like reynolds who's also very underrated um and a quarterback that's able to make the throws it's it's hard to defend and for us when we played them um you know they you know we I think they had 85 snaps against us. Like we were on the field the whole game. Our offense really struggled. Yeah. So over time, they're able to run the ball and they're staying on the field and having long drives. It becomes hard to, you know, as a unit to be at your best, you know, for a whole game. And that's, you know, they try to just overwhelm you in that way. How do you think that the Tampa blitz, because, you know, Tom Bowles, we saw Monday against the Eagles, just blitz, 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 all those pressures. How, how do you think that would work against Detroit? Um, I mean, that's a great question. I feel like it's going to be really interesting. I mean, there, it, it, when you're blitzing like that, like how Todd Bowles does all the time, you got to make quick decisions. So it's really going to come down to the preparation of the Lions with Goff and, and their OC. And they got to be ready for what they're coming with because they blitz from all different angles. They all out blitz, they nickel blitz. They, yep. they bring a lot of different things at you. Um, and make you try to hesitate. And, uh, you know, Jared Goff's got to be ready. You know, he's got to have his hot reads. He's got to have his checks. Um, because when you're bringing heat like that, you got to make decisions on the fly. And you could tell Philly wasn't ready for it. They were getting killed up front um, with the blitz. So um, it's going to be real interesting. I think they're definitely going to be more prepared um, than Philly was. Um, and I think it's going to be a real interesting battle. I mean, it really is going to come down to – how Baker Mayfield and that offense comes out and plays. Because if they can put some points on the board, I think it's going to be really interesting. Max, you played both Buffalo and wow. Kansas City. You see Kansas City every year. You got two quarterbacks that are hard to get to the ground. They're hard to contain, but you can force them into mistakes, Max. And you've yep. done that. So what's 
How do you get in the mind of Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes as a defender? Um, you know, with Pat, uh, Pat is, I mean, they're both similar, but very different in a lot of ways. I mean, Josh, like I'll start with Josh. Like he's as big as a DN out there. He's yeah. strong, physical. He's not afraid to get hit at all. He's going to lower his shoulder to go try to make a play. He's going to make, try to make every single throw. Um, and that's a great thing. That's the great thing about him, but also it can hurt him. You know what I mean? You've seen him throw two early picks yep, yeah. that game and, like in playoff games, you're playing the Chiefs. It's a whole different story. You know what I mean? You turn the ball over twice early, and they're, boom, you're down 14-0, and you're trying to play catch-up versus the best quarterback in the league. So you can't you can't do that versus the Chiefs. Um, you got to start fast. So a guy like Josh Allen, he's so big and physical. Um, they do a, this is another team when we played them this year. Like I, I'll say, I've said this before, but it was the hardest team. I would say this year that I had to play as far as like the attention they gave me. Like your bet, like the best player on defense. They're gonna make sure he's having. He's gonna have to go above and beyond to get near the ball. Like they were sending, they legitimately would have the tight end just aligned wherever I lined up, and he wouldn't even chip. He would just grab me. Right. He would stay there. I think I showed that a couple times back. Yeah, like it was like, pretty flagrant. It wasn't even a chip. Like he literally grabbed me, and then the tackle would like sprint a bear hug. And the tackle, I'm like, I've never been chipped or blocked like this. So they made it really difficult. So I know they're going to come after Chris Jones heavy. Yep. They're going to have two bodies on him at all times. Um, and that that's going to be tough. So if they're willing to do that, um, you know, stay consistent with it, and Josh Allen takes care of the ball, I mean, Buffalo is the hottest team, I think, in football right now. I think they're the scariest team right now. They're starting to click. At the, they started clicking at the perfect time. Um, and Kansas City going on the road for the first time in the playoffs uh, since Mahomes been the quarterback is going to be it's going to be a real challenge. So um, it's going to be really interesting. But yeah, when it comes to getting in their mind, Josh is like Josh will talk shit back, and he's like animated with his teammates. He's like a he's like he reminds me of a D lineman. Like, yeah, yeah, yes, yes, yeah. no doubt. That's how he is. Like he's like a big goofball, but like intense as hell and competitive. And Pat is like. You know, he's he's Pat Mahomes. He knows exactly who he is, but he's an ultimate competitor. So yeah. they're different, different ways. But um, whenever I get to play both those guys, I have, you know, ultimate respect for them. One, one, one more team here, Max. You, you played the Green Bay Packers this year. I don't remember if Jordan Love was great that game or not great, but we saw how great he was against Dallas. And I yeah. think everybody kind of like was floored when they went into Dallas and did what they did to him. I, I, I'm a big fan of Aaron Jones in the run game, Max, and yes. that guy never misses a hole. He's got unbelievable vision. But I'm curious, yeah. as a whole, is this a difficult defense or offense to defend? 100%. I mean, earlier in the year, they were trying to figure it out. You know what I mean? They have You have a, a first-year quarterback. You have all first-year receivers, basically, yep. besides uh, Watkins. You have a bunch of young guys. They're only, like— no, got a vet that was on the team playing is Aaron Jones, basically. So yep. you have a lot of young guys. It takes time to build that continuity and that rhythm. Um, and over this past six weeks, besides the Bills, the Green Bay Packers are yeah. 4-1. Offense. Jordan Love's been statistically the best quarterback. They're clicking on all cylinders. And Aaron Jones, I've said it a million times. I've met him. I'm, I'm good, you know, a friend. I'm not going to say good friends, but I've met him a few times. Yeah. But that dude is a baller. And once he's rolling in the in the run game, then the pass game, the screen game, they're so hard to stop because 
Jordan Love can make all the throws. And you see all these new guys coming on. They want to be the ones that make the play. They want to be the number one option. So everybody's fighting to be that guy. And you see their offense is just taking off. So, yeah, honestly, I feel like the whole world was shocked. But if you really look at the numbers of what they've done the last six weeks, they've been one of the best offenses in football, if not the yep. best. So um, them being the Cowboys was crazy. But Green Bay is going to be really hard to – they're going to be really difficult for anybody that, you know, has to go up against them because they're playing, they're playing great football right now. Max, the Baltimore and Houston, it's the way Lamar's been playing, just MVP type of season. And then you look at CJ and, you know, kid rookie coming in and having the year that he's had. And, you know, going up against that Cleveland defense and forget about it. You know, first play of the game, he's going deep, like doing the whole thing. How do you see the matchup of those two quarterbacks? I, I, this is probably, I don't know. I, I mean, I'm excited for all to see all the games, but this game is going to be really interesting. I mean, Houston, I mean, C.J. Stroud, you know, he had the concussion. He was out for a couple games. Besides that, when he's been playing, that dude has been elite. Like, the Jets game was his the one struggle he had. Yeah. But besides that, he's been tearing up everybody, even without Tang Dell, which is even crazier. So, I mean, Stroud is all the ability. He has the toughness. I, I got to spend some time with him before the draft and everything. That kid is laser focused. Like he, you could just tell he has that swag and confidence about him. But he's laid back and like, you could just tell he had that presence to him um, from day one. And uh, it's incredible what he's doing. So I think he's definitely going to present a lot of problems to the Ravens. Their offense is clicking, and they run. You know, they have the OC that came from San Fran. Yeah. And if if you stay ahead they're hard to beat because they just keep finding ways to attack the defense and make you vulnerable and with the run and the pass. So it's going to be really interesting. I mean, if they can start fast, I feel like it's going to give the Ravens some problems. But, I mean, Baltimore all season has been like the number one team, uh, you know, basically in everybody's eyes. But I feel like Houston's going to definitely give them some problems and they're going to, they're motivated. They're going to be ready to go. So um, I wouldn't be surprised if this is a super close game and it comes down to the end. Max, uh, not because you're our guest here today, <laughs> but I feel like defense still wins championships. And 100%. I feel like of the eight teams out there playing Saturday and Sunday, Max, who do you think is going to have the best defensive effort? Like, is it Baltimore because they've been the best defense all year? Or do you see somebody else in this matchup this weekend where the defense just clamps? And just like Green Bay had to pick six last week in the interception, like, what do you think defensively this week is going to be the, the, the difference in, in one of these matchups? Uh, it's, it's tough for me. If I had to pick one, I really think that I, if I had to, if, if I was a betting man, obviously, <laughs> can't do that. But <laughs> I think, I think uh, Detroit's going to give uh, Tampa some problems. Yeah. I think they're definitely going to give some problems. I mean, up front, um, you know, Detroit is, is a very underrated, you know, rush front, and they got Chauncey Gardner back. Um, if they can stop the run early, um, they're gonna they're gonna definitely have some problems. That's just my prediction, but we'll see. Okay, we'll see. See, every every game has potential to be go one way or the other. But these playoffs have been so unpredictable. You really don't. You know what I mean? It's hard. You just don't know. Yeah, it's it's been wild. If there's one coach, do you think that would make a difference? Who's the coach? Is it Andy Reid? I mean, you know Andy, you know, obviously well. Yeah, I believe, you know, right now, the best, you know, the best coaches 
you know, still in the playoffs are Andy for sure, and then you, I think Shanahan's right there behind him. So yeah, who I forgot who do the Niners? Who do the Niners play? They play uh, Green Bay. They play Green Bay. They, oh, Green Bay. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, those two coaches a lot. Like they've had success at the highest level. The fact that Shanahan's done what he's done with Brock Purdy um, is incredible. But I mean, at the end of the day, that's why everyone during the season, you're going to talk, people talk about the Chiefs and, you know, downplay them all. They've fallen off finally. And then all of a sudden, boom, they go destroy the Dolphins. And now everyone's like, oh, here we go again. So, I mean, Andy Reid, I think, is, you know, the best coach right now. And I I've, I've, can say that personally because I play him twice a year. He's, he's you know, top of the line. Max, I, wanna, I don't want to put you in a bad spot with this question. But, you know, the officiating is so up and down. And sometimes we yep. get to the postseason, they swallow the whistle. Max Buffalo is tackling you at the line of scrimmage. You're looking at the umpire and the referee, like they're like looking like nothing's wrong. I'm yeah. just curious, when you go into a game, do you pay any attention to the officials, who they are? Do you talk to them? Like, because I feel like it could be a call here or there that might swing these games, and we're all going to go berserk on Monday saying, how did they miss that or why didn't they call it, whatever. Like, does it enter your mind at all as a player? Uh, yeah, so it's funny, you know, it started with Coach Gruden, um, and then Coach McDaniels did the same thing, but, like, we'd be in team meetings, and when we start our breakdown of the team, you know, going into the, into the game, he would tell us who the white hat is, who the side officials are, and all their names and everything. Yeah. So I, I started writing their names down. So I always walk up to the refs, hey, how you doing? How's the kids? Boom. Like, I always want to know, I want to be on their good side. So. Right. They can trust me. You know what I mean? If I'm be getting mauled, um, and I'd be like, because I'm not the one, I'm not the type to be sitting there complaining the whole game, but I'll tell the ref, I'm like, come on. Like, what are we, what are we <laughs> yeah, doing? Yeah, yeah. So if they, if, if I have a good relationship with them, you know, I feel like you're more, you know, you have a better chance of getting a call. I know okay. I'm not going to get holding calls. You know what I mean? It's just right. part of being a and that's why, you know, you see guys complaining about not getting calls all the time. I'm like, that's what comes to the territory. If you're, right. I'm going to rush you, you're going to get held. It's just part of the game. So, yeah, for me, like, my little thing is, like, all right, I'm going to know all the refs, try to get on their good side. Some refs are really cool. They're great dudes, whatever. And then some refs, like, don't even want to talk to me, nothing. So, right. <laughs> it's, it's, they're all different. But, um, yeah, it's just part of the game, just trying to stay ahead of the curve. When you look at, like, Saturday night in Kansas City and how cold it was and then in Buffalo on Monday and in Buffalo this weekend. How, how do you, does it go back to your discipline thing? Like to, on those kinds of extreme weather situations to, to not let it bother you. How, how do you, how do you kind of take your mind out of your body? Yeah. I mean, that's ultimate. Like you can't prepare for something like that. That's the only way I could say it. Yeah. I mean, we played in Pittsburgh last year on Christmas Eve and it was that like was negative wicked. 17 wind chill. Like, it was freezing. I've never played in a cold game. Like, I've played in a lot of cold games, but I've never played in something like that. Like, you couldn't even – like, my motor skills were delayed at the beginning of the game. Like, <laughs> it was great. And, but, honestly, it's all mental. So, so, for me, like, in a game like that, like, obviously I feel the cold. Everyone feels the cold. But I'm thinking about, all right, I know this dude is hurting over here too. Like, is it going to be me or is it going to be him? Who's going to back down? Who's going to let it affect him? And I'm like – for me, I just go to a different place. I go to. I have to go to a different, different spot in my mind. And listen, I got three and a half hours. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna waste a game because I feel shitty. I feel cold. Everybody's cold. Everyone feels like shit. You just have to go to a different place um, and kind of black out and just go do what you got to do. 
That's fantastic. That's yeah. the best. Dude, you're a great analyst. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, the yeah, network's like, going to be clamoring for you. <laughs> I appreciate it. I appreciate it. I learned from the best. Hey, <laughs> hey, Max, we love you. We thank you for coming on today. I know you're busy. You're rehabbing. We wish you uh, all the health in the world. Look forward to seeing you out in Vegas at some point, Max, during the Super Bowl. But enjoy the games this weekend. Enjoy the family. A little bit of the time off, but uh, I know you're looking to get back. 100%. So we appreciate you spending some time with us today, man. It means a lot okay. to us. Thanks, brother. No, it means the world. Appreciate you guys. I'll see you okay. soon. Thanks, Max. Take care, buddy. Hey, listen, we talk about, you know, these games, how great they are, and the whole thing. Do yourself a favor. Any game that you want to go to, it could be the playoffs, or it could be some hoops, hockey, baseball coming up, whatever it is, concert, uh, theater, comedy, the Game Time app. Download it to your phone. I'm looking at the Game Time app. It is the way to get tickets right here through the Game Time app. They offer killer last minute deals. They offer all in prices, views from your seat, best price guarantee. Game Time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. You know what's amazing? I'm just looking at through the game, the Game Time app right now. And they got last-minute tickets, like the flash deal, the zone deals, like easy to find and buy tickets, every kind of event in your area. So you could see the views. I'm looking at the, one of the games I'm going to go to, a uh, Sixers game, and I'm seeing the view from my seats. It's amazing. Lowest prices guaranteed at uh, event cancellation protection, job loss protection. It's absolutely tremendous. And with zone deals, you pick the section. Game time picks the seats. You get an average of 18% savings. Look, do yourself a favor. Take the guesswork out of buying tickets. Leave it up to game time. Leave it up to game time app. They're obsessed with saving you money. Download the game time app right now. Use the code ALLNFL50, A-L-L-N-F-L-50. 20 bucks off your first purchase. A-L-L-N-F-L-50 is your code. The game time app. Taking the guesswork out of tickets. Joy. All right. Thanks, uh, Max Crosby. He's the best. Isn't he? No, he's I, 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 like, he could be an analyst. Like, what he just did, just knowing it's the, the coaches, the players, uh, what they do, what they like to do, um, yeah, thanks, Max. It was it was really insightful. I always love the the talk about insight, the insight of a player. Yeah, and like what's in their minds, right? And he's so good at articulating kind of what he feels mm -hmm. and what the player feels. That I I love that cerebral kind of thing that he's got going. So hey, by the way, that's gonna be great in Vegas. We get to go tag yeah. along. Yeah, we'll go we'll go watch. Uh, we'll go find, we'll see what how Max got to be Max, like the work ethic. And what yeah, he does. I love that. Uh, so listen. Uh, Enjoy the weekend. It's going to be incredible four games, the NFL. Drink it all in because soon there'll be two and then one. And we'll be back here on Monday, right here Monday, breaking down the four divisional matchup games. Enjoy, brother. All right. For Baldy, I'm Cuz. Have a great weekend, and we'll see you then.